0: Hello, this is Rob Lee and Sam and welcome once again to third row from the front. Today's movie is Top Gun Maverick, which is the sequel to the 1986 film. Star- I hope I'm getting that year right because I could be wrong on that, but I think it is uh, starring Tom Cruise and this movie takes place current day. I think um, again, once again, starring Tom Cruise as Maverick Uh we also have um Val Kilmer returning for a small smaller role in this one uh as iceman um but this movie takes place you know obviously years and years after the original what what's it been thirty about thirty five years mm-hmm. um and so what is it? Do you remember what he did does now, or what he's doing now no, in the movie? I don't know. So he's—I mean, you know—he's—he's he's no longer like you know, in the Top Gun Academy or whatever Top Gun school, but he's still like this semi-respected guy. But you—you you get the feeling that he's still very much like. Uh, there's a scene where uh, John Hamm comes out in this too, and he's like, "Oh, your your uh, reputation precedes you." and he's like oh thank you and he's like that wasn't a compliment so it's this kind of thing where his his like kind of cockiness from the from the first movie has kind of carried over into his older age like people still see him as like this kind of reckless guy um but in this movie he is because of uh because uh Iceman still respects him he has requested that he be the instructor for this new team of top gun um trainees because there's this like important mission that they have to to pull off and it's like a really nearly impossible mission so the only guy that he can think of that could instruct these students is is uh, maverick um but we'll get more into the the movie itself and like all the different scenes and actors and everything more as we get into this but sam what did you think of top gun maverick
1: i loved this movie it was such a badass movie because as we said before, Tom Cruise just gets better and better with his whole action career, action movie career, because he wants everything to be as real as possible on screen. Um, and you've heard me say this so many times already, but I, Tom, there's an interview with Tom Cruise where he was saying how he made the whole cast do all of the actual military drills um, that the military, the Navy does so that they can get a feel for what they have to go through and um, and the movie can just be as authentic as possible. And he taught them how to uh, direct the cameras inside the cockpit so they could get the best uh, footage. Um, and I guess they were really flying in these planes. So um, it just as an action movie, it was so good. It's just a really good Tom Cruise action movie. Um, the story was good. I think it, it was maybe a little better than the first one. Cause I know the problem for you was in the first movie, these bad guys come out of nowhere. Why are they bad guys? Yeah. Whatever.
0: To me, I didn't understand where this threat enemy threat came from. They just pop in like when the story requires them to. Yeah. <laughs> really and in weird. this
1: movie, it made more sense. Like the movie just, the story just made a little more sense and it had a better flow, better direction. Um, But yeah, Maverick's still the same reckless, badass pilot, um, and they asked him to come teach the best of the best now so that they can carry out this mission. And um, Miles Teller is, should I?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you haven't, if you don't know by now, I mean, I'm sure most people know about Top Gun. Uh, You didn't, though, actually. So you didn't know the, well, go ahead, go ahead. Say what you're going to say.
1: Just okay. So Miles Teller plays a pilot um, that is Goose's son. Correct. Is that. Well, what were you gonna say?
0: Well, I'm gonna give it away because I don't care at this point. Like, if you don't yeah. know about Top Gun already, that's like all right. Uh, so in the first movie, Goose dies. He he dies in one of their uh, oh, training yeah, yeah. exercises. Yeah. So I thought that's what you were gonna gonna expose there, no. um, but you did <laughs> not know that when you saw Top Gun. So, uh, but. Regardless, it's still a, a, a sad moment in the first movie. Even even me knowing it, I was like, dang, I forgot that that's yeah. how he dies. Um, so, yeah, Miles Teller plays uh, Goose's son. Uh, his call sign is Rooster.
1: Yeah, and they did a good job at making Miles Teller look a lot like Goose. <laughs> yeah, his
0: clothes, his mustache, clothes, everything. Mustache, the he piano. even plays piano, yeah. Like, he yeah. was tall
1: like Goose. Yeah. Um, so I liked that because, you know, we all liked Goose. So, and it's funny because my friend had texted me the other day. She was like, why are people just now finding out about Miles Teller? Like, everyone's getting so excited about Miles (laughs) Teller, like, saying that he's hot or whatever. Mm. And she's like, "Um, he's always been hot. Like, we've always known this or whatever. I don't think Miles Teller is hot, but... I told her, I was like, yeah, Miles Teller has been around for years now. Like, how are people just now finding out about him?
0: Well, to me, I feel like it's like the whole Tom Holland thing. Like, oh, is Tom Holland like, I mean, even Tom Holland hasn't been around that long, but people just, uh, see them in something that they like or something and then that's when they start going hey have you seen this it's like (laughs) when lady gaga did the the star spangled banner or whatever she did at the national the the super bowl and everyone's like hey have you seen this lady gaga (laughs) chick she's pretty good it's like yeah we know she's been around for like 10 years already hello
1: (laughs) yeah it's like that so i don't know it's just funny um i like that uh, Jay Ellis was in this movie. He's from Insecure, if you guys don't know. I think he's really hot. I just wish that he and the other kind of pilots had a bigger. That's role. what I was just going to
0: say. I was like, yeah, Jay Ellis is in this, but I don't remember anything he said in the movie. Like, he yeah, barely he didn't has a. He have
1: role. a lot of lines. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the cast didn't really have a lot of lines. That was my only, uh, you know, pick or whatever. Complaint. Complaint about this movie. I just wish they had more lines or bigger parts because. They they were the minority cast. You have a black, you, a black man. You have two Hispanic, man,
0: uh, one's a guy and one's, one's a girl. A, yeah, yeah,
1: one's a male, one's a female, um, and they're supposed to be best of the best. The pilots here, and they had the smallest parts mm-hmm. in the movie. And I get it. I I get that the movie yeah. is supposed to be about Maverick <laughs> right, right. and Goose's son and the love interest. I get that, but. This is a big movie for Big Chef. A I feel like they could have given them just yeah. a little bit yeah. more. I agree. Um, but with that said, I thought they nailed it. I thought they did a good job in the movie. Um, and then...
0: I also like that they brought them in, period, because it just shows the difference. Maybe, I don't know, in the military. Oh, yeah. I wasn't in the military, obviously, but uh, it shows the difference even in just the filmmaking from the 80s. Yeah, exactly. It was all white men in that group, and then now you're, you've got this mixed group of people.
1: Right, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. You could definitely tell the difference <laughs> after just seeing the fr- original movie last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, so um, I did appreciate that they got that chance to be in this movie, and I just love that they had a female pilot yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and, and it
0: wasn't even that big; like it wasn't like oh, they made it hard for her. Like, yeah, they got one or two jokes at the very beginning, and that was it. Yeah,
1: know? yeah. So I really liked that. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're Okay. This is in the trailer, so it's not like I'm giving anything away. But Jennifer Connolly is in this movie. Mm -hmm. And she plays the love interest in this. Penny. um, And it's funny because I I had called my Theo Michael right before this to to talk to him about it. Because he's a a big Tom Cruise fan, big Top Gun fan. I wanted to see if he saw the movie. And he did. Um, And I told him, you know, I really like this movie. I was like, the only thing that I just didn't care for was the love story. I feel like they just threw it in there just because Tom Cruise needed a love story or you know like I just I really didn't care for it and like I feel like it didn't do anything for the story and he was like what are you talking about and I was like yeah like she's not even from the original like they just kind of threw it in there and he was like no but she is from the original so do you know cuz he was like how does Ruby does Ruby not know this do you know how she's from the original I do not okay so there's a line at the beginning, kind of um, at the beginning of the original Top Gun, where Tom Cruise is getting in trouble for, I forgot what, but one of the lines. The guy says, like, yeah, something, and another admiral's daughter, Penny, or something like that. Okay. And so that this is supposed to be her. This is Penny. And I was but like, of course, oh,
0: my of course God. your Theo would know that because he's seen this movie, like, a million times. <laughs> yeah. It's a throwaway line that we didn't catch. Yeah. It's like the Star Wars nerds going, yeah, but in the first episode, <laughs> do you remember? Yeah, that's me with the Star Wars movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So he was like, see, the movie just got better. And I was like, okay, okay. The movie, I don't mind the love story now because it was kind of from the original. So I get it. The
0: the only complaint I had, it wasn't even so much with the love story. I mean, I knew they kind of had to redo something. Uh Was they didn't mention at all Kelly McGillis' character. And I'm like, I mean, I guess that happens in real life, right? You have a relationship with somebody, it doesn't work out. And it's not like you spend the rest of your life talking about them, right? So yeah. so I get that, but it just felt kind of like it was really obvious that she like they just omitted her completely from from the movie, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it didn't bother me cuz <laughs> honestly, I guess she took that job in DC or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they were never going to be together. Oh, uh, okay.
0: I guess you're right. And, and and like I said, it's not like like in real life you don't go 30 years later talking about, ah, I remember that one girl that I dated for yeah, that exactly. one month or whatever. Yeah,
1: it was just a fling or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, why, that's also why I loved the first movie because, yeah, they had that love story, but they didn't live happily ever after right, because, right. well, together, right. I mean, because she took that job that she was going for. She mm-hmm. really wanted this job in, in D.C. And she got it. So she went on and lived her life and she didn't need to throw her whole career away just to stay with Maverick. So I mean, she came back to visit him. We saw that, but that didn't mean they stayed together forever. And they had this whole thing. So. I I
0: did like to to you're kind of talking about the same love story here. I did like that Jennifer Connolly. They got Jennifer Connolly. I I think she's roughly the same age as Tom Cruise because you know they could have easily put like Tom Cruise with this like. 27 year old or some, you know some young actress where you're like oh god are you serious you know i'm glad they got somebody like age appropriate yeah. i guess to be with him where you know she's got wrinkles and she's still beautiful she looks but she's, good for her age you know she, she looks she 50 looks something
1: yeah you know so yeah so after my theo explained that part to me i was like <laughs> okay i don't mind the love story so much anymore um, Actually,
0: Jennifer Clayton might not be 50 something, she might be in her late 40s. I don't know. Oh, wow! But either way, she looks older.
1: Yeah, it was age appropriate, like you right. said, for Tom Cruise. So I didn't mind it. I also appreciated that they didn't make their love story a huge part of the movie. You know, um, it was mostly about training these pilots and getting mm-hmm. them ready. Um, so I like that. Um, that just the action, all of the action scenes in this movie were just so good. Like it was just filmed so well. Um, it felt like you were in the cockpit with them. You like I was tense when they were doing their mission. Like, yeah,
0: that mission. I was like, oh. I think everyone in the audience. I, it was funny because I did. I did a quick like survey, like look around, <laughs> and everyone either had their hand like over their mouth or like they were like they were just like maybe on the edge of their seat or something. Everyone looked tense and it was great because that's yeah. how you're supposed to feel in that scene and it really they really did a good job of like conveying that to the audience like how how uh tense this whole moment was or this whole um mission was
1: yeah, yeah. i was one of those people i had my hand on, i was like yeah, ooh, so I. I was coming out <laughs> because even the way they choreographed the fight scenes mm-hmm. was just really good like with the with the planes like it was just amazing just to see how they just maneuver when they have a missile coming at them, the tactics they use, you know, to avoid getting hit. And um, I don't know, it was just, it was so good. It was, it was just a really, really cool movie. It was really
0: good, those scenes. And then I also like that, like you, you mentioned before, like how they actually were in the cockpits while this stuff was going on. Like it wasn't just like, you can tell it wasn't shot like on a soundstage or something. Like, because you can see, even, like, their faces, like, like even Tom Cruise's face at one point, like, it looks really taut. And you can tell, like, this is uh, the effects of, like, the G-Force, yeah. like, on him. And then, like, when they, there's, I forgot what happened. They, like, flipped the, the jet around or something. And they kind of, like, float up to the top. And mm-hmm. they hit the top. Like, all that stuff, it looked very authentic. Like, it looked yeah. like this was really happening. So
1: and that even- was really cool. My dad, when I told him we were gonna go see this movie, because he had already seen it. My dad's retired Air Force, and he at one point had a chance to fly in one of those fighter um, jets or whatever. And um, and I remember him talking about this when when he first did it. This was years ago, but he told me he was like, "Oh, there's a scene in the movie that um, when they hit like so many G's that you start blacking out basically, and you get tunnel vision." And he was like, that's exactly what happened to me when I did that. So he really appreciated that they put that in the movie mm-hmm. and the way they put it in the movie. Because you not only see the person blacking out, but you experience what they're experiencing the way they filmed it, right? Like yeah. they, so they have and- tunnel vision. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it started getting blurry and stuff. So he really liked that because he said they they nailed it. That's basically exactly how it feels and yeah. what it looks like. So he liked that. And I was like, yeah, again, an- another aspect of how they wanted this movie to feel as authentic as possible. So I appreciate all the detail that they put into this movie um, because it, it really paid off. Like it was it's just such a good action movie. I just mm-hmm. really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed it, too. I, I enjoyed it much more than I enjoyed the, the original. <laughs> I, I did. And I think a lot of it is because it looked so realistic, like the fight, the, the you know, the all the the training sequences and then all the the actual final mission and everything i did have some some minor complaints but i mean it's it's to me the the complaints were one this is essentially a remake slash reboot of the original movie i mean the, the story is almost identical in that there's the Hotshot group of of young pilots there's one guy that's like really cocky the main guy, I forgot, I forgot his call sign. Oh, Hangman. Oh yeah. And then you've got the, uh, you know, the other. There's like all this tension. I'm like, who's the best of the, same, same kind of group. I mean, obviously they're different in in their ethnic makeup and their gender even, but it's the same basic setup. And then you've got the, even at the beginning where. In the original, you know, the guys are, like, hitting on Kelly McGillis' character, kind of messing with her at the bar. And then the next day, like, ah, shit, she's the instructor. Same thing, exact thing happens <laughs> yeah. here. They're messing with Tom Cruise. Hey, thanks for the beer, old man. Ha, ha, ha. And then the next day, shit, he's the instructor. Like, it's the exact <laughs> note for note. Even the in, the, intro the intro is the exact same intro. Yeah. I feel like they could, they just took it from the old VHS and put it on the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Because the 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 exact same like the text on at the very beginning in 1969, blah 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 blah. It's the exact same text as the original movie. Yeah. The opening with a boom, the Top Gun thing, and then it goes into the Danger Zone song. They even use Danger Zone again. Um, Luckily, they only use it once because in the original, they use it like three or four times in the movie. <laughs> in this one, they just use it for that opening sequence. But it's the exact same thing where they're showing like the aircraft carrier and all the guys doing all the work on there. Um, you know, the, the what they do to get these jets off the carrier and back onto it. Um, and what else was the same? The. The whole – like them training for this – well, in this one, they're training for like a specific mission, which I did uh, I did like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the original, I feel like they were just – I didn't know what they were really training for. I thought it was just part of their education for this school. Um, this one, it was like a specific mission that they had to, to get through. They all, and the, my only complaint with the mission – and this may be – just because I've seen too many movies, maybe, but it just reminded me a lot of Star Wars. It's just like, all right, we got to get in this trench, and once we get in this trench, you got a one in a million shot of hitting this like little hole. <laughs> That's impossible. No, it's not impossible. I used to shoot Walmart back on whatever. This <laughs> is that exact, exact same thing. Like they have I'm to, <laughs> shoot, they have to shoot this like impossible target to destroy this this Death Star, and then they're even like, how long until it's fully operational? Two weeks or something like that, I was like that 's the death star is it 's not fully operational yet anyway, I just thought it was funny because it just reminded me of Star Wars so much, um, even for them even to them, like that whole trench scene where they 're like trying to avoid the the surface to air missiles anyway um, <laughs> but i liked I liked the I was much more emotionally connected to this movie than I was the original. The original was very like 80s, you know, cocky, you know, hey, we're cool, we're the cool guys. This one, Tom Cruise really gets to do some acting. You know, you didn't see any acting in the first movie. He was just being Tom Cruise, being cool guy. And <laughs> this one, you see vulnerability. You see this guy that's aging, and he, it's almost like he's realizing, like, even when he gets there, he's like, yeah. I'll be, you know, I'll be, I guess I can do this mission. Yeah. And they're like, wait, 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 you're not here to do the mission. You're here to yeah. teach these kids. It's like, what? So it, it, I've read some articles. I, I've seen some articles say like, is this like a, a almost, almost like a love letter to like Tom Cruise's career. And I'm like, I can see that. Cause I feel like he's getting older. We know he's getting older. He's already like mid fifties. That's not old, old, but to be doing these kind of like action movies, you know, in Hollywood, that's like ancient. Right. So, um, and you got this in this movie, you got this new crop of like young guys coming in. They're like the, the new hot shots. They call him Pops at the beginning. Oh, thanks for the beer, Pops. <laughs> um, so I liked that. I liked seeing him like playing an older guy. Um whereas in the Mission Impossible movies, he's still like like I mean, he's he's Ethan Hunt, you know, he's forever Ethan Hunt, this cool guy. Um but I like that there's a scene I, I don't I mean I won't give too much away, but there is a a scene involving, um, Iceman with Val Kilmer. And if you know what Val Kilmer has been going through, it's a really touching moment because he, he's having to act, um, with this throat cancer that he's been having to, you know, been suffering with. And it's, it's a really like sad moment in a way, just knowing that that's, that, you know, you, especially when they keep showing the pictures of him, like when he's younger, like, you know, in the in the original Top Gun, you just see like what happens like with life. You know, you get older, you get sick, whatever, you know, it just shows the fragility of like how we're not who we once were back, you know, 30 years ago or whatever. And so I, I thought that was really touching. And then, of course, the whole relationship between Maverick and Rooster, because, you know, they have this relationship or they have this like for you know this um tension between them and i thought it was for one reason going into the movie i thought oh well it's obvious it's because um uh, he
1: blames he blames Gabby. him
0: for for his father being dead but it's th- there's more to it than that in the movie so i thought that was interesting i was like oh okay th- there's this whole other level that 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 i won't i won't you know ruin that for you but there's this whole other thing that happened that that's why they're they don't have a good relationship. Um, but I like that. I like that. They use the same, the Top Gun theme from the original, like it's, the movie opens with that. And I'm like, Oh, it feels like we're watching this, the original, like mm-hmm. the, the old music. Um, they use danger zone again. Um, the only thing I, I, I was surprised, I thought for sure with everything going along that they were going to use the Lady Gaga song, like in the movie, like they did with the original Berlin, um, Take my breath away, but that song doesn't come on till the very end. Um, dang, Bane, Bane's over here, crop dusting us. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Um, but uh, I really enjoyed it. Like those action scenes were really tense. Like I felt like I felt what almost like what they were feeling. I feel like there was even moments where I thought I was getting kind of sick, but I was like, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. But I, (laughs) I felt like my stomach turned when he turns around, like when he like did the the. The spinning thing um but yeah he even does that famous well should i get away yeah why not he even does that famous scene from the first one where he like uh turns his oh, yeah. jet upside down to like be on top of the other jet thought that was pretty cool um i i liked also that there weren't a lot of weren't too many callbacks i thought for sure they were gonna do some like cheesy like like lines like, you can be my wingman anytime. Like I thought they were going to throw something in there like that, but I'm glad they didn't because that would have made it really like eye rolling. Like, Oh God. Um, but, but, Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to mention. So in the first one you had, um, beach volleyball. Well, in this one you get beach football. Yeah. So I just, again, I thought it was so funny. Like it's almost like a a remake slash reboot of the original, which I feel like is the new trend nowadays. Like anytime you have a sequel, like a legacy sequel, it has to be like passing the torch to the new kids. Yeah. Like the Ghostbusters movie. Like that was basically, that's what that was. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, these are the new Ghostbusters, but let's have the old Ghostbusters come in to kind of like pass the torch. And then um, even with this, I mean, the Star Wars movies, I feel like that's the same thing. These whole Jurassic World movies that are coming out, you have the old cast coming back in. I feel like that's the, that's what they're doing now with a lot of these movies is you got to have like the original cast come in and then yeah. you got the new people coming in. Not that Top Gun was like a franchise. Luckily, it wasn't like, oh, there was four movies at Top Gun. This is the only sequel. But still, I feel like they're following that same kind of formula. That being said, I really enjoyed the movie. It was entertaining from like beginning to end. Um I liked all the the actors. The I liked, like you said, that they had a new – like this – mixed group of people like you know black hispanic uh men women female uh but like you said i wish they would have given them a little bit more to say and do because but again like you said it is it is called top gun maverick not top gun new class or something (laughs) so so i get it um but yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. I like I said I enjoyed it more than I liked the the first one. Um I think it really succeeded as a a, a drama and as an action movie. Yeah. So, I really I I um, am I'm glad it's doing as well as it is because I'm going to be honest when it first was was announced that there was a Top Gun sequel, I was like lame. I was like one of the people that was like I don't want to go watch that. That looks like I didn't care for the first one. Like I don't remember like really liking the first one and like we said in our last review i enjoyed it enough but it's still not one of like my favorite 80s movies or anything Mm -hmm. um but i'm glad that they they made this one and they i I think they topped the original in terms of story in terms of acting in terms of action sequences i think it's better in every way um i did like the friendship in the original between uh, maverick and goose which I think carries on into this movie so it's believable like because if if that wouldn't have worked in the first movie I wouldn't have really cared like how his relationship is with his son or whatever I would have been like eh, I don't even care for that in the original but in this because it was such a good part of that first movie it did carry over to this one where you see the pictures of of him and you know mm-hmm. basically the basically there's still photos from the original top gun movie and you're like ah oh, you know you have that that Pang of nostalgia and emotion, where you are like, "Oh, I remember those two, and that was those were good." They even have like that one uh, flashback sequence of them playing "Great Balls of Fire" in the original movie with uh, with Little Goose, oh, I mean yeah. Little Rooster up there on the piano. So I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I really did.
1: Yeah, and I was telling uh, my Theo when I was talking about it. One of my favorite lines from the movie, well, I don't know, favorite, but I really liked it. Was so in the beginning where they were. I don't know if it's Admiral Kane.
0: Right? I I don't remember the Ed Harris's character. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, and what's his face is in this movie too? Um John Hamm? Yeah, John Hamm. I mentioned him oh, you did? briefly. <laughs> yeah, he has a smaller part in this movie.
0: Yeah, he he plays the he's like the new a-hole guy that like I don't like you Maverick, you know that kind of thing where <laughs> it's like you, you know you're dangerous that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but let's just say he's Admiral Kane cuz I don't remember sure, what why his not? rank was. But um Tom Cruise is getting in trouble whatever as usual, <laughs> as usual right Maverick is getting in trouble and and Kane uh starts telling him like hey like the future is going to be um like where the planes fly themselves you know they're not going to need mm. pilots that have to eat and sleep and whatever right um so basically you're like a dying breed like yeah. you know you're the where you know the future he tells them the future is coming from for you um and maverick turns around he's like you're right admiral but not today and then he walks out i was like oh my god i just love that because it's true what the admiral was saying is true like we're eventually going to get to a future where you're not going to need manned planes to be doing these missions anymore um
0: i mean shoot they're already kind of doing it now with these drone strikes strikes and stuff
1: exactly so (laughs) he's right and and I appreciate people that have forward thinking like that. Like, yeah. you know, the future is coming for you and stuff like that. Um, and then I just loved Maverick's response, though. He's like, yeah, you're right. Like, he he's not stupid. He's not above yeah. that. Like, he knows that guy is right. But he was like, not today. So, you know, the whole point, the whole, the, one of the big lines that they kept saying in this movie was, it's, it's not about the, the plane. It's about the pilot in mm, the box, right? Yeah. So that theme carries throughout the movie, but. But that was, I, I really enjoyed that conversation that um, between those Kane and Maverick. Because it's true. Again, you're talking about the future. And then you still have these old, you have Tom Cruise in his 50s still wanting to do these crazy things, fly these planes all crazy and be reckless. Um, if you can still do it, then do it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and he's doing it really well. Like, yeah. I mean, and it's funny because in the same theater you know you get the trailer for the new the next mission impossible movie which is coming out next year and you're like damn this dude's still going at it part 1 of a two part mission impossible movie <laughs> um but yeah he's he's doing really really well at this age and he even does a little intro that we've been getting a lot of during the post covid stuff you know it's like thanks for coming to the theater and we put a lot of work into this blah blah, blah. tom cruise does a little intro to the movie so um yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was, it was really, I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Not, not that I was surprised now that it was going to be good. Cause I kept hearing people say it was good, but before the movie came out, I was one of those naysayers where I was like, why do we why do well, we me need too. a sequel? I was sequel like, why are they movie? making
1: another right. Top Gun? That's so weird, but no, I I'm glad they yeah, did because be- it was really good.
0: Because I honestly I thought it was like one of these cynical things where it's like a, m- a money grab, right? Yeah. Like everyone's cashing in on nostalgia like, oh, let's make a sequel to one of the most popular movies of the 80s, you know, which is what they do now, you know. Yeah. Ghostbusters was another one which again, I enjoyed that one and I was looking forward to it because I was a Ghostbusters fan, but I was scared at the same time, right? But it turned out to be really good. This one was another where I was like, man, we're just doing sequels now just for the, I mean, I'm waiting for the Back to the Future 4 sequel. I hope they don't do that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I thought it was going to be like, oh, wow. Just obviously all the older people are going to go watch it because this is the movie they loved in the 80s and it's not going to be that great. But it was actually really good. So yeah. I, I, I'm glad they, they, they pulled it off.
1: Yeah, I
0: recommend it. I recommend it too. I mean, if you haven't already seen it, it seems like the whole world already saw it. So, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the only thing I will say, and I, I I hate to say it, maybe I need to listen to it more, but the new Lady Gaga song, it, it wasn't very memorable for me. Yeah, like, I heard it and I was like, meh. Um, I mean, she sounds
1: amazing. She sounds
0: great. Of course, she's got a she's got a great vocal range, but um, it doesn't seem
1: like a catchy song. It's
0: no take my breath away. I'll yeah. tell you that much. And that's probably why they just stuck it at the end there. No offense, Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, anyway, I guess that wraps it up for Top Gun Maverick. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Third Row from the Front um, so you can see what movies we have reviewed um, and, then, and, the, and that we've recently reviewed. And then also be sure to uh, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time... Uh thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later on third row from the front. Bye. Bye.